Hey everybody, welcome to episode 60 of Outspoken. I am your host, Justin White, and I'm very happy to be back. Um, I took a couple weeks off. Uh, Last week it was to take care of my dear, dear little Maddie, my sweet girl. Um, I've been giving her insulin twice a day now since getting the diabetes diagnosis. Um, It's been exactly a week. And she actually seems to be turning around already. Like it seems like she's a little less uh, bony around the spine. And that's uh, where I first noticed her weight loss. So that's pretty exciting to me. It sounds like it's working. Um, My friend who's a vet says that it could take up to six weeks or more before you start to see like a real turnaround before it could actually go into remission. But um, I'm very hopeful. I'm going to do right by her. I'm going to give her tons of love. And she wants to be here. She's going to stick around. I just know it. Uh, and her brother, Barsik, is going to make sure of that too. As will my daughter, who loves those kitties like crazy. And um, speaking of my daughter, whom I love like crazy, uh she and I went on a road trip a few weeks ago with no plan in mind. We just left San Francisco and headed northeast, and we knew we were going to be gone for a week, and that's it. That's all we knew, and that was one of the best trips of my life. It was amazing. We went camping and drove all through all kinds of great little weird mountain towns in Northern California and Oregon, and then we ended up going across Idaho and all the way to Yellowstone. We crossed a corner of Montana and we did Wyoming and we did Utah and Nevada and we wound up crossing seven states and seeing a whole bunch of amazing stuff, um, including a bear eating a bison carcass, which had just been made a carcass by a pack of wolves like half an hour earlier, apparently. And... um, then the bear caught wind of it and walked all the way across the plain. We watched it for like an hour through binoculars and long lens of a camera. And uh, it was incredible. It was it was jet black. And everybody was saying, wow, that's a big black bear. That's a big black bear. But myself and a few others think it was a grizzly because it had the big hump on the back and it had the sort of squared off forehead. And um, it was gigantic. So, uh, and they do come in black, believe it or not, and in blonde, uh, and all shades of brown. But, um, so anyway, it was a big bear, but by the time it made it to the bison carcass, you could see that that sucker was enormous. The bear was dwarfed by this thing. It was probably a third the size or a quarter. Um, so that was pretty amazing to see. It started to help itself to what the wolves had left and um, we watched for quite a while and what else do we do well it was just a wonderful time Um, we had a really great trip I had a really rough re-entry to reality when I came back and work and all all the things the traffic the city stuff that I had escaped for that glorious week all came crashing back in my face but I'm acclimated now. I'm back into the, the groove, so to speak. Although 
for me that's a pretty rough it's not all that groovy it's it's a rough uh trench maybe is a more accurate uh analogy so anyway i'm back in the trench not the trenches because that sounds militaristic um how about uh oh a rut yeah i'm in a rut believe it or not um but it's it's i'm moving forward in maybe from one rut to another how about that okay now that i've summed up my uh messy existence i can finally introduce my guest and new friend nina um nina is yet another friend of my brother um and also a friend of michael who was on episode 35 a really lovely conversation that we had and uh also with nina it was really fun to get to know her we had probably spent 14 seconds together prior to this and I think in a crowded room with lots of noise so this was really just us getting to know each other and um, Nina came prepared with a couple topics which we stuck to a little bit but we also got around a a bit and uh, yeah it was really nice it was a nice introduction and we ended up talking for a long time and just having fun and I hope you enjoy it and um, I'll give you a genuine nickel if you can guess what kind of cookies these are. The job before that, uh, my friend was working at a cafe, and um, she, I would like go and read the newspaper to her when she was bored. Uh-huh. <laughs> she uh so i was like reading funny articles to her and this guy was like oh my god that's so funny and then we started talking and i became his personal assistant <laughs> so i was his personal assistant for like years he worked he was like a vice president at vh1 and it, i ended up like uh casting a commercial for him too i was on a commercial for like tide or something that's so cool yeah. Just from just from striking up a conversation and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another time, I got a job. Um, when I was in college, my friend worked at this um, uh, food co-op in the East Village. Uh huh. Like I would go in and just like hang out with her. And this guy started talking to me, and um, he asked me if I wanted to design ping pong tables. So, what? Yeah, so I um I made all these sketches for ping pong tables for uh outdoor ping pong tables for parks. Okay. Um, because they're supposed to be in like all these parks in the city. And they ended up hiring someone who actually knew what they were doing. Unlike me, they hired like a engineer. Okay. So it's so funny now because whenever I see them, I, I kind of get kind of angry. It's your but, idea. It was your idea, right? No, I mean, they picked someone else's idea, someone who actually knew engineering. That's um, to go see somebody else's. I know. And it's so funny because I always see them in like movies. And oh, no. <laughs> so, it was so close to you being able to say like, those are mine. That's my thing. And then, I know. They're haunting me. Ugh. Well, can you keep, is there a chance you would get to design others or is that it? Is that project done? I think it's done. Really? Yeah. What about, what about air hockey tables? Uh, 
If you start designing those and putting them out there, do you think that would happen? Or foosball? They need they need power. <laughs> That's true. What about foosball? That's hand power. Would people play those in the park? Totally. Oh, if I have like a rival company. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Name it. you should name it something really similar to <laughs> and use a logo that's just like almost identical, like really yeah, close to yeah. copyright infringement. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and then just be like, what? What? Where it's, it's foosball. It's totally different. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a that's a bummer that you didn't that they ultimately didn't get made but have you what about hitting up another city go to some other city and say like hey here's a thing that you've never you've never tried oh yeah i mean it sounds like a lot of work (laughs) (laughs) you only like the jobs that just arrive at your doorstep right yeah (laughs) or somebody calls you up hey will you come work for me in this really fun cool interesting job yeah so when i heard about um in June, when I heard that I was going to be, like, made part-time, my friends were telling me that I should uh, write down a list of what I wanted from a job. Right. And that so I could, like, manifest it. Totally. <laughs> I don't think I was specific enough because I said I wanted a job where, you know, people respected me. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere where I travel or I could work remotely. Okay. Uh, and then something that I love doing. And I think I kind of accidentally manifested pet sitting. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wasn't specific that it was like a real job. Right. You got all the things you wanted, but it was just like a loose interpretation of them. <laughs> a very loose interpretation. That's hilarious. Well, do you enjoy pet sitting though? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and so I've been doing it nonstop since beginning of July, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. nonstop. It's like crazy. Just one to the next to the next without staying at home. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like I'm in my apartment for the first time in like a month. That's crazy. Is it yeah. um is that okay with you or do you I mean do you like to be at home? Um, I mean, are you fine with sleeping other places? I think it was pretty fun. Like, <laughs> um, I got the first one through Michael. Um, uh-huh. My friend Michael owns a cafe, and uh, um, someone came in in a frenzy because their dog walker couldn't was like sick or something, and this person was going away on vacation. And so I stayed. Were- really nice apartment in Gowanus for like two weeks and then yeah it was really really nice and then he said he was moving so I was like let me know if you need help moving and I ended up helping him move (laughs) and I (laughs) spent like a whole weekend like packing up this apartment and then um and then he hired me to unpack the apartment in Beacon so I spent like two days in Beacon upstate New York that's pretty nice. And I think you and I should compare resumes someday because I've done the same sort of thing where I just get like wrote, I just like get pulled into this thing. Like, hey, do you know how to do this? I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> and then I'll just do it. And then I'm suddenly working at the place. Yeah. yeah. So like in the last month, I lived in Gowanus, Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights, Harlem, and wow. Beacon. That's so um, cool. 
So you're getting to and, see all these different apartments and different neighborhoods yeah. and different yeah. levels. It's kind of fun. Um, like I've been, it's nice like getting up and like walking around different neighborhoods because I lived in my apartment for like four or five years. Uh huh. You get but tired of the nice. same old stale stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to like see other parts of the city. Yeah, you're getting little mini vacations, like one after another. Yeah. And it's it's Being funny concerned. staying in these people's houses because you know some of them I have never met, so it's like really funny to like see what they're like, what their house is like. Do you do you poke around and look at their stuff, or do you what, what's your policy <laughs> on the? On... No, absolutely not. I want to get hired again. <laughs> <laughs> never. I've never looked at anything ever except the animal, the pet. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that. Well, I won't make you incriminate yourself publicly, but um, that's always something that I've wondered about because I I don't, I personally, I don't know if it's just that I'm too self-absorbed to care or what, but when I'm in other people's houses, I I, I sort of take it all in, but I don't, I'm not looking specifically at anything or for anything. I mostly look at their books. Yeah, that I would do. I would probably look at and maybe read their books if we're, if I was allowed to touch them. But uh, but it's always weird because you know they're like, oh, eat as much as you want, but then like, what if you eat too much? <laughs> what if you ate it all? What if you literally ate every single thing in their house? I know. Like, I don't know. So thanks so much for your generosity. You said. <laughs> yeah. I I once I was pet sitting for someone once who I had I had worked for for years. I'd walked their dogs for years and had a really. I thought a close relationship with the family. I'd watched them, their kids be born and raised and everything. And they one time I was about to be staying at their house and they're like, uh, and then first of all, these people had tons and tons of money, but they were yeah. like, um, feel free to eat all the, any of the perishables uh-huh. and, and no, no mention of anything else. Like only eat the stuff that's going to go bad. If you know, yeah. before we get back. <laughs> And uh, so I thought that was a little, uh, a little yeah. classless, personally. <laughs> um, but a but, couple of days ago, um, uh, the apartment that I was staying in uh, flooded. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you the cause of it, or did it just happen? No, I wasn't. <laughs> um, no, I definitely was not the cause of this flood. Did, um, did you show up and it was flooding? It was actively, like... Well, um... They were like, you know, you can stay over if you want to. And I am staying over every night. But that I was kind of considering not staying over. Uh-huh. Um, but thank God I did. Because the next morning, I went to the bathroom. And, like, I wear glasses. So I, you know, I can't see so well. <laughs> and I, I, like, the the cat litter is next to the toilet. So I thought, like, maybe the cat peed uh-huh. And then I put on my glasses, and there was like an inch of water in the uh, the bathroom. And so, like, I shut off the water valve behind the toilet, uh-huh. but it kept gushing out from the bottom of the toilet. And there was like I'd hear these gurgling sounds, and it water would come out of the tub as well. Holy shit! And yeah, it was a nightmare. Where was the water coming from? The bottom of the toilet and the tub. How though? How did it like? How, what started the? 
the leak or the flood or whatever it was. Like I told my friend because I was sitting up for her, and she called the super, and he came like two hours later, and he said there was a clog in the pump in the boiler room, whatever that means. Okay, so definitely not your fault, or not you weren't like flushing giant no. quantities no. of cat litter down the toilet or anything. No. <laughs> Um, no, I, definitely not my fault. That's good. I had a, I did, I was cat sitting for someone once and they had one of those robot uh, litter boxes that actually, it's pretty gross and I'm, I don't, it's not eco-friendly at all, but it would somehow break down the waste and feed it into the toilet through a little tube. So then, so all you would have to do is go flush the toilet rather than ever have to scoop the litter box weird so yeah very weird so it's like one of those robo ones that scoops itself but then instead of dumping it into a container it it sort of like chemically liquefies it and sends it into the tube so i mean into the toilet and uh i showed up one day and it had malfunctioned sometime during the night and had flooded itself so like the toilet somehow the water went back up through and into the litter box and filled the whole thing and filled the whole bathroom with with litter water that was lovely and that was just about the time when i decided i wasn't going to be a cat sitter anymore <laughs> before or after it's right around that moment it was like maybe in that exact moment <laughs> i think i mean i think i've probably beat I've, i have some kind of world record for scooping litter i think i've scooped as much or more cat litter than any other human on earth I've been doing it for so long and so many cats. I was cat sitting for 20 years and I've had cats for 40 plus years and wow. I've always done it since I was a little kid. I've had to scoop scoop the boxes. So um I don't it's not something I'm super proud of. It's something it's a title I'd like to hand off actually. Wow. So I think that's when also I just never had weekends or nights free because I was constantly cat sitting. So now I'm just dogs only during the day. Yeah. Have your cats ever met Eric's cats? No, I don't think they ever will. I, I love the idea of it, but I know it would be, it would not go over well. Cats don't generally like meeting each other, you know? <laughs> they like, if they already know each other, it's cool. But if they have to get to know each other, it sucks. Why, though? Uh, well, it's not true with all of them, but it's true with most adult cats. I think just because they are territorial and, and sort of, you know, they want their space generally, unless they, there's there some cats who aren't like that. There's every once in a while you meet a big, you know, somebody will just like wander into any room and yeah. talk to any other creature. And that's, I love those cats, but mine have always been a little more um, discerning <laughs> or discriminating. They, uh, they liked, e- they like each other because they came from the same room in the SPCA. Oh, cool. um, so they already knew each other for like a month, I think. Oh wow! Where I got them, but uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, my I would I love I wish all cats and dogs could just hang out and be around all the time with each other, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't usually go that smoothly. No, <laughs> I feel like you know I've been spending all my days with these cats, and um, the it's funny because recently the cats I've been sitting for like kind of talk back to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> They meow. <laughs> so, just recently, I, though, or is that is that a phenomenon? Yeah, yeah. Like the cats that I've 
said for before, like they didn't yow as much, you know. Have you you been vocalizing more? Are you talking to them? Maybe, yeah. But I definitely feel like I'm going a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It happens quickly with it. If you're alone with cats, you'll end up talking to yourself a lot. Talk to them. Talk to talk to yourself about them and (laughs) talk to them about yourself. Yeah. And then you're pretty crazy by the end of a you know. A few years doesn't, of that. Doesn't cat poop make people crazy? Isn't that something? What's that? Cat poop? Yeah. It, it <laughs> cat does. I think like there's something in cat pee that makes people crazy. Oh, cat pee. Uh, yeah. Well, there's some, they have a pheromone that, uh, well, there's a bunch of stuff going on with cat pee and poop, I think. It's <laughs> uh, so all very interesting. But uh, there's some, they have some amazing thing that if, if rodents, uh, uh, like it's it somehow convinces rodents to lose their fear of cats, and will come okay. closer, like that they they somehow emit a pheromone that will that rodents respond to by being less fearful, <laughs> and then they come up and get get munched on. So it's a pretty brilliant little trick of nature, but um, but I but for humans, I think that same thing, whatever it is does something else like it makes you <laughs> makes you go insane and not, you know, i'm not sure what else but uh it, it might have might make you do something that rodents would, would do you know or not do oh. but uh yeah but cat just owning just having cats in your in your environment is a bit crazy making i think just because they're i mean they're amazing i love them i've always loved them but they're demanding and needy and you know yeah. they don't care if they're waking you up early in the morning or late yeah you know? they don't care that you have to clean up their puke and poop and whatever yeah. um, there's the chance that they'll kill you in your sleep there's always that too yeah fired um because i used to work at this bookstore this really obscure bookstore that was in like the basement of this place in uh, west village 
I'm like, nobody would ever come in. Um, actually, oh, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> one time this uh, guy comes in, like, it was very rare that someone would come in. And um, one time this guy comes in and he's like, um, he's like, I'm a swami and I'm going to talk to you for an hour. Is that okay? And so we sat down on the floor and he was like telling me all these things. Like you're thinking about going to Canada. You, you have three sisters, you know, all these things that are true. Uh And, and then he was like, we have to hug for 10 minutes. What? <laughs> 10 minutes? That's, yeah. that's an absurd what? amount of time to hug somebody. I'm like alone with this guy. Did you insist on it? Did you say we have to hug for 10 minutes? Yeah, he's like, you know, if you want, if you want to have a good life, we have to hug for 10 minutes. You said that if you want to have a good life? He said something. Like Jesus, he's like threatening you almost. That's yeah, so bizarre. I, I hugged him for a minute. I was like, I can't do this anymore. You did? Like, called it quits. I was like, you need to leave. And luckily, he did. Did he get weird about it, or was he? Did he like, give you space? Yeah, when he was like, well, you're you're not gonna have a good life or something. Oh my <laughs> no. god, what a weirdo. I know, it was so funny. I've never hugged, I mean, I like hugging people, and I hug all my friends and my family, you know, I hug a lot, but I've never hugged anybody for anywhere close to 10 minutes. It's like a horror show. What would that even feel like? Like if somebody, even somebody you're like really intimate with, that's weird, you know, 10 minutes of solid hugging. Like hot basement, you know, <laughs> right. no ACs. Plus, he just came in and announced himself as a swami. You don't know who the hell he is. And he gave me these stones, and they were like these fake rocks. Like they, I could tell they were plastic. Oh my god! He was claiming there were some precious gems or something. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but I ended up getting fired from that job because. <laughs> The one time the owner came in, it was like a thunderstorm and like a bunch of my friends were sitting on the the floor because there was no seating. Okay. <laughs> They're just trying to get out of the rain. And we were all eating sandwiches. And then I, got, <laughs> I got fired the next in the, day. In the bookstore, sitting on the floor eating sandwiches. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's maybe, you might have deserved that a little bit. I mean, we were there was there wasn't a mess or anything. It wasn't near the books. Were you were you surprised to the to get fired? I was, but you know, it was it, I was paid like ten dollars an hour, so yeah. I wasn't sad about it. Well, plus all you have to do is go sit somewhere, and somebody will offer you a job, so you, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. You yeah. don't have to worry about being out of work. Yeah, that's um, cool. Well, that's what I'm hoping that I'll sit somewhere nice and someone will hire me. <laughs> so someone nice with lots of money will come along and hire you to do something fun and easy. Yeah. Oh, I should talk about Craigslist. Um, jobs I've gotten on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. uh, so one time I got a job on Craigslist um, organizing this guy's library. So this guy had like a duplex apartment in Tribeca and he has a library that's like the size of my apartment wow. and I spent 
three days organizing his library. Wow. Just just endless books? Just like... Yeah, yeah. Were they all like these, like nice? Were they hardcover, beautiful? They were nice. I mean, none that were like, oh my God. But they were like, it wasn't like art books or anything too exciting. No. There's nothing like leather bound with with a key and a weird insignia that... They were just like Treasure. finance books. Or oh, okay. That's weird. Uh, interesting to a certain person, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Another job that I got through Craigslist was um, I worked for a lobbyist during like Christmas time. Um, yeah, I guess it was the month of December. And my role was I had to... Um, wrap gifts and like hand deliver it to people okay <laughs> i feel like um what, deliver- were you, what were you lobbying for um i wasn't lobbying for anyone what was, but, what was the person um she i mean she was good like like um you know women's rights okay women. it wasn't so. some shady shady weird thing um no but you know she did give some gifts to some republicans which is interesting that um. So you would wrap and deliver these gifts? Yeah, this is like maybe like five years ago. And so like I had to like hand deliver gifts to like Alec Baldwin and like Harvey Weinstein. Weird. And <laughs> like I had to deliver a painting to Alan Alda uh-huh. in a restaurant. <laughs> in a restaurant? Yeah. What is it his restaurant or something? Or that's just where he was? That's just where he was. Was he cool? Did you talk to him? No, I mean, I just like handed him this painting when I left. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, is that all you're supposed to do? Is like get it, like drop yeah. it on? Don't. I, I had, I remember she would get really annoyed with me because I wasn't actually that good at wrapping gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, did she ask you if you were good or did she just hire you like all of your other employers just assuming that you would? Yeah, I think like gift wrapping is probably a basic skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so i i you know i try to be really good and then like i had to um i had to uh wrap gifts for the clintons uh-huh. and i try to be really good with them because there's all these gifts for them because she was really good friends with them and um then she was like she made me unwrap all of them she's like we shouldn't even bother um wrapping the gifts for them because you know they it's like they get so many gifts that like they just don't have time to unwrap gifts it's just like madness at their house they're just like truckloads being dropped off all the time yeah yeah so the only ones that you really wrapped well enough she unwrapped and said don't worry about it yeah Yeah. (laughs) man that's so wait you got that job on craigslist yeah, and I was like delivering gifts to like the Rothschilds. And- yeah, that's bizarre that they that that's how she would advertise that. It seems like Thanks. she must know somebody, just somebody's niece or whatever. Hey, you. Oh, so like I I went to like a lot of like important people's houses. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it. Like she's giving you access to. It seems like Craigslist is the last place you would look for that. I think she's yeah. probably lucky that it was you and not some other weirdo. I know. I think I eventually got fired because I wasn't that good on the rapid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But 
Um. I, like, um, I like how all of your jobs start and end. They're, they're all pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what yeah. was Weinstein like? Did you talk? Did you was he like a weird? Well, I tried to deliver it to his house, but he moved, and we didn't have a current address for them. Oh, okay, yeah. we didn't get to. Did you have yeah. any like really bizarre exchanges with people? With with like well, most of the time, I didn't actually meet people. You know, I just left it off with them like dormant yeah. or like yeah. you know your assistant. Uh, or like the messengers. Did um, you have to dress up a certain way? Oh. You no. have to like look nice, or or was there any instruction about? I don't remember. I don't know. It'd be awesome to have that job and just be a total schlub. Just be like, here yeah. you go, Mister Baldwin. <laughs> Crap. Oh my god! And some of these addresses were crazy. Like for example, like to get there it was like it took me like an hour to figure out where the like where to go within Rockefeller Center. Right. Yeah. It's some like little private penthouse suite or something. I had to go to like a messenger center. So it took like so long to figure out where that was. <laughs> and actually, you know what? This is before I had like a smartphone. So this is more complicated. <laughs> I don't understand how you're getting any of these jobs given the, the, <laughs> the skill set that you're laying out for me. Yeah, I don't really know how to do these things, and I don't, I only have this flip phone, and I don't have any transportation. But, uh, but yeah, another job that I'm pretty unqualified for was uh, when I was in college. I was a living housekeeper in Chelsea. Uh huh. Another friend of the Clintons, actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Just uh, just random, like not related to the. Uh, not related, but a friend. But uh, yeah, she was like a CBS. Um, news person. Mm-hmm. You were I mean, the house cleaner, but you didn't know how to clean. Well, <laughs> or what was the, how are you unqualified? I'm just like, uh, I'm kind of I'm contained, messy. I guess. So. <laughs> okay. The cleanliness is not a it's not a high priority in your own life. Is that what you're saying? So I lived there for two years. Um, uh, pretty well. Um, but it was funny because she would leave me these notes, these post-it notes, being like, "You didn't clean under my bed, uh-huh. or like under the magazines in the, you know, in the drawer." <laughs> was she being really nitpicky and asking you to do, like, yeah, unrealistic chores? Yeah, yeah. She had these two dogs, uh-huh. and they would just like eat everything. Like they would eat soap, and they would just like throw up or like have diarrhea everywhere oh great and it was your job to clean up after them yeah it's kind of a nightmare <laughs> that's probably the whole reason she hired you and it was just under the guise of yeah doing other I, stuff it was really just I, to clean up the dog poop sometimes i have nightmares that like i can't afford my apartment really and I have to go back to living with her <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that, that is that's well is that why you took that job because i was living yeah, and you know, it was in college, and it was like a couple blocks away from school, so okay, it worked out. That's good. Yeah. Well, now you can just, if you have that nightmare again, just know that you can pet sit wherever you want, and just you'll always have a place to live. Yeah, yeah. Now that you have a new profession that you <laughs> fell into. Yeah.
So when, uh, when you put out those the the list that you were trying to manifest, what yeah. if, if you had been more specific, what would be the actual job that you would wind up with? Um, that's the thing. You know, every job I have is so different. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I wish I could just, like, make more money on my art and yeah. not have to work at all. Yeah. <laughs> Other people, but, um. So, to, can we talk about your art a little bit? Yeah, sure. I don't know anything about it. I don't, I don't know what you do. Um, so I draw mm-hmm. and, um. I, for a while, I was doing a series of uh, drawings of buildings, uh-huh. and um, I, you know, I'd make these buildings with, like, a lot of windows, and they were just, like, made-up buildings, and I would draw different scenes in each window. Oh, cool. I was trying to think of a way that, like, you could, you know, you could have a lot of stories within one picture that don't necessarily relate to each other. Yeah, that's a cool idea. So is it huge? Do you have like a big? Um, different. I did some different sizes, but I did one that was really big. But the problem was that like I tried to get someone to take pictures of it, and I had three of my friends who say they're photographers take pictures (laughs) of it. (laughs) None of them got big. None of them got like good photos of it. So then I would just make um ones that were like eight and a half by eleven so I can scan them. Okay. Yeah. And are you but, are you putting them together in a book or anything? Or what how are you presenting them? Um no, I was I didn't do a book. Uh I have done books in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I've made books of like my collages. Oh, cool. Um I made this book in college that was sold at opening ceremony. Uh-huh. Um, and then I've made some zines. Um, but what kind of zines? Um, uh, different things. Uh either like drawings or like found objects. Um and right now I I've been going to the beach a lot, so I've been drawing uh beach scenes. Cool. Trying to do like funny drawings. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I think I, I probably would be better off looking at them than yeah. hearing about them. But, um, <laughs> but it, maybe you can give me, you know, a way to do that, and I can share it with with people. Yeah, yeah, I can do that.
just saw a little meme of some like a a minister brought the pet fennec fox to the wedding that he was uh uh whatever you call it what do you call it when uh, officiating. officiating thank you and uh and then the bride was holding the fox and it it like attacked her that's <laughs> that's generally what will and should happen when you bring a wild animal into your possession oh wow there is this woman doing laundry in Maine. <laughs> she, put her, she put her hand in to like grab her clothes, and this like six foot snake came out. What in the dry? It was in the dryer. Um. Yeah, it was in the dryer, the washer. It came through the, like the pipes, I guess. And so then she had PTSD about doing her laundry. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened this, this yeah it happened what the frick yeah so she doesn't do laundry anymore oh no not, i don't know not laundromat anyway i'd like to i'd like to see a follow-up story yeah she like <laughs> she like moved to the to down by the creek and got a washboard <laughs> and she spends her life hunting snakes <laughs> oh my god um, so my parents built their house in Maine. Okay. <laughs> Before they, ha it took them years to do it, to like even build like sort of like a, um, a living space because you know they were they they were living in Boston and they would drive up on the weekends. Okay. And so they used to like do their laundry in the stream, and like bathe in the stream. Wow. They're like real homesteaders. <laughs> yeah. Old school. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. they, where did they come? They were in Boston, but then yeah, came to Maine. Yeah. Where? What's their? What's their whole story? Where do they hail from originally? Um. So my dad is from Philly, but mm -hmm. like he moved around a lot when he was a kid. Um. His parents are con artists. Really. Yeah, <laughs> like, like like true grifters, like yeah, and living like, it. Yeah, my grandfather died, but my grandmother is still alive. She's she's really crazy. Wow. Yeah, she used to um, be a uh, bookkeeper in uh, at the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City, and they were chased by the mob. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, and then like um. I'm, they lived in like Brentwood and they lived down the street from OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What yeah. do they, they do to get on the bad side of the mob? Um, so what they would do is they would become friends with really rich people and then borrow a lot of money to open restaurants and then just kind of like ditch town with the money. <laughs> okay. And they just do it over and over and over again? The same scam? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they must have done all right. They moved around and. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> For a criminal enterprise, it was so, yeah. semi successful. Well, yeah. they. It's complicated, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll do that. Be a separate story. Um, and then my mom, she's from Hawaii. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so she was born there. Her parents moved there. Which island? Um, they moved around. Um, yeah. So she lived there until she was eighteen, and then she went to school 
Colorado, where she met oh. my dad. Um, so my parents, uh, they studied biochemistry. Nice. And then they got a job at Harvard Medical Lab, and they worked there for a while. They then both... my dad wanted to be a boat builder, so he moved to Maine. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That, what, where did that desire come from? Do you know? Um, I don't like he always like building and um he i think he apprenticed for this house builder in oregon and i think he had been to maine and wanted to try building boats um oh yes yeah, so this is i guess this is the important part but so when he was 19 he was living in california and he was driving a mr softy truck uh-huh and he got hit by an 18 wheeler and mm-hmm. yeah and he lost part of his leg so his he's missing like so he has like one and a half legs Whoa. so he got a big settlement from that and with that money he was able to buy a property in maine gotcha. as 20 year olds wow that's kind of lucky, I guess. I mean, you got, you got half a leg to pay for it, but. I know. It's so funny to think that my mom met my dad when he didn't have part of his leg. That, uh, yeah. Um, wow. That's so young to have that. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's a super active guy. He, he built houses. Whenever I call him, I'm like, we'll talk for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm on top of a roof right now. He's still doing it, huh? Yeah, and he goes on ski trips. And, and he builds boats? Uh, no, he doesn't build boats. Now he builds houses. Okay. And, yeah, my mom, she's done a bunch of different jobs. Um, she's She did, like, um, my parents went to preschool for a while. Like, I have three sisters. Uh-huh. We all went to preschool there. And then uh, when we grew out of it, they sold it. <laughs> um, they uh, um, they basically started a preschool just to have yeah. a place for their four girls and then yeah. <laughs> closing the doors yeah that's kind yeah. of amazing yeah and they you know they made a lot of friends through it because they didn't really know anyone yeah yeah that's a great way to get to know everybody with kids your age your kids age and then they owned a bakery and then uh, my mom helped teen moms like find jobs and uh-huh. then she was 50 she went back to school and became an acupuncturist oh cool yeah and now my dad you know he's getting old and he's getting slow and cranky uh-huh. and so he wants to um he wants to become a seaweed farmer really? and he wants to start growing weed and a company called super weed <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah is that something you could do in maine be a seaweed farmer yeah oh yeah definitely i think it's pretty easy i don't think it's cool too much work yeah but yeah both my parents have had like a bunch of different jobs too like my mom used to work in like a pineapple factory wow my dad used to work at a pretzel factory (laughs) in philly yeah Lots of hot hot pretzels to be made in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think I think there's 
I think like my grandfather brought soft pretzels to the West Coast. Seriously? Yeah. He's the guy. He's the one. he's he's a guy who did it. <laughs> he's a guy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the true hard facts on this one, but all right. Well, that, we'll leave it at that. It's uh, <laughs> he may or may not have revolutionized the the, the snack cart world on the I West Coast. Should, I should Google him. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, pick him up and then we can verify. It. Um, that's yeah. cool. That's a that would be a good claim to fame, if yeah. it if it's true. <laughs> On my mom's side, um, she is related to two presidents, the Harrisons. Oh, both of the yeah, the Harrisons. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, related in what way? Um, like well, family. <laughs> cousins way down somewhere down the road. Yeah, I don't really know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, one of them was the one that was like in office for the shortest amount of time. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. He, that's his one claim to fame. He was like yeah. president for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's better than... There are other presidents who would be worse to be related to. dating i don't know if that was something you wanted to do or if that's just a thing uh, well i think what i was i think i had a sentence to say about it how okay. like none of it has worked out at all uh-huh. and <laughs> i don't think i'll meet anyone online i feel like i'll meet someone like on the subway uh, i feel like if anybody could do <laughs> it it would, be, it would be you i just oops sorry i can't i can't um yeah i think that that's all I what, what what made you think of what made you go to online dating? Did, was there, I mean, well, because you weren't meeting people in the subway? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was dating someone for eight years. Oh wow! I broke up with him. Okay. I, I thought I was gonna be like a player, but <laughs> <laughs> you got you like immediately got on Tinder when you guys broke up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't work out that way. You didn't. Nope. Like all the dates have failed miserably. Really? Were they bad? Were they like really bad? Um, sort of bad. Yeah. Were they the kind of thing where you just knew immediately, like this is not it? This is not somebody I want to. Well, the first, the so you know, like when I was dating before this guy, you know, I was, I didn't have any like online dating experience, you know. Right. I completely missed out on that. Uh-huh. Me too. And so the first guy I went on a date with, um, he, he said in his profile that he is um, polyamorous. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, then he won't focus too much on me. You know, I can have my freedom. Okay. And so my friend made my profile 
And <laughs> so I originally made my profile being like, must read, must be social, like all these things. And she's like, no, you can't say that. <laughs> she just replaced it with all these emojis. And it <laughs> like a pasta emoji. And so he was messaging me about pasta. We were talking about our favorite types of pasta. And I was like, I thought it was like a natural progression to like ask him out to, to dinner. Right. right that makes and sense we're on the day he's like you know i never would have done this i never i really hate dinner dates as the first date so i'm like well why did you go out with me and he's like oh well i'd like that you asked me out and he just like spent the entire night complaining about one of his partners <laughs> and i was like you know if we date you're just gonna complain about me to other people <laughs> so um, yeah also that's not much of a date like whether or not that's his tendency that's not really it's not a good sign if that's what he leads with yeah and he's telling me all these rules so he has about dating and oh boy and like i told him before the date that it was only and he didn't have enough cash i ended up paying for most of his meal <laughs> that's super lame yeah but I, so that was my very first dating experience yikes i'm surprised you didn't throw in the towel right then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my most recent date um he suggested going to the beach and i'm like great i love the beach and then we get to the beach and i'm like do you want to go swimming and he's like oh you know i don't really swim <laughs> <laughs> so um we did go in the water and I kind of swam around him. <laughs> oh, he just like stood there? Yeah, I was like swimming around in circles. <laughs> That's, <bizarre>. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Hey, do you want to go to the movies? Uh, except that I don't really like movies. Yeah, so I think I'm, I think I'm going to stop that. Stop yeah. That I think, yeah, I've, I've always <laughs> been a little wary of it. Um, just because it, well, I don't know. I I know people who have had great experiences. I know people who have met their partner that way and stayed together. And um, yeah. I think it's awesome when it works for people. I think I'm just not the right type of person to date in that way. I'm not, I don't really like dating at all. I don't think. Yeah. Um, just the stiffness of it. I think I'd rather just meet somebody and start talking. And then if that's, if it's working, it's working. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm the same way. I don't know. Dating is so weird. It's super weird. I haven't done it in ages, but I don't, I'm, I'm glad. I'm not, <laughs> not looking to do it anytime soon. Yeah, when I, when I jumped my ex, I was like, dating's going to be so fun. It's going to be like, I missed out on all these things. And then I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. I'm, I think, uh, I think that when a relationship ends, however it ends, I think it's probably a good idea to take a little time and check in with yourself and not, you know, go right out and reflecting yourself off of others to see where you stand.
I was reading this article about comfort food, and um, this woman like interviewed people from all over, and most people said that their comfort food was rice, chicken, and beans. And you know that's in so many different cultures. Totally, that's like the staple of tons of the world. Yeah. That's interesting. It wasn't mac and cheese? No. <laughs> no. That's the modern day comfort food, I guess. Yeah. Man, lately I've been eating so many donuts. Really? Yeah. You're just into donuts lately? I don't know why. I've just been like in a donut frenzy. <laughs> What's your jam? What's What do you like? Well... <laughs> I don't know. Like I like I, I feel like I haven't had a donut in years and I kind of got addicted. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now you're eating every time. <laughs> there was one night where I had two donuts for dinner, which is crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so do you have a favorite or do you have do you have are you just kind of sampling? Well, like- I had a jelly donut which I love and uh-huh. then I had a cinnamon donut. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a well-rounded meal. (laughs) If you eat both of those, that covers all the food groups. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm I'm a big. I don't eat donuts very often because you feel after them. (laughs) Yeah, you feel like shit as soon as you eat them. That's the main reason. But uh, but uh, I know that if I eat like when I eat them. I I will keep eating them. Like if I'm gonna eat, if I'm gonna get a donut, I'm gonna get three at least. And usually one of those is an apple fritter, which is like as big oh. as my head. And uh, so, so good. it's just never a good a good call for me because I I will make it my dinner. Stupid. Um, it is stupid. Donuts are stupid. The the stupidest thing about them is that they were marketed as breakfast food and successfully like they were, they were passed off as a thing you would eat first thing in the morning yeah it's amazing. It's, like, i probably haven't had a donut in like i can't like probably like two years or something like <laughs> and how many have you, how many have you had in the last week <laughs> i want to tell you <laughs> i'm so curious is it 10 or is it more than 10 no, no. but what? it's funny because like my neighborhood always smells like jelly donuts <laughs> like a factory somewhere you have to get it It always smells like jelly donuts that's cruel and i never eat donuts but But um, yeah and also like i was casting in bed style and there's this really good donut place (laughs) a block away well you gotta you gotta take you know when when in bed (laughs) style um i've i've probably had like five donuts in the last week <laughs> that's pretty good that's a good run how many more do you think you're gonna have in the in the next week i'm hopefully zero okay you you feel like you're ramping down yeah <laughs> well okay. wait, wait a couple more years and then you can have another frenzy <laughs> the next thing will be um ice cream so i'm going to maine soon and there's really really good ice cream in maine so like is that is that where uh Oh no, Ben and Jerry's is from Vermont, right? Yeah, yeah. What what makes the the ice cream good in Maine? Um, well, there's a particular place. I don't um, know. Maine ice cream in general. Is okay, not. just the one spot. But, yeah, Roundtop Ice Cream. Dear Moscato, Maine. It's so good. I'll have to check it out. I haven't been to Maine since I was like ten years old, and it was only like 
it was on a driving trip where we yeah. passed through. So I can't say that I know too much about it. Yeah, well, you have to go for the icing. It's so good. Well, well, I'll go just for that. Maybe I'll do the Portland to Portland Amtrak in reverse. Yeah, go for it. Go get some ice cream and maybe meet meet a friend on the way. Yeah, it's a great, it's, it's a really great trip because you go through Glacial National Park. You see like mountain goats. Nice. I love, that's my favorite place on earth actually of everywhere i've been is glacier i love it there yeah. I, I i took the train no i guess i didn't go through the on the train that part but there are some really amazing the train the trains go through some really amazing scenery that the cars don't see sometimes yeah i think it goes through some of the great lakes uh-huh yeah and and passes like through mountains and over big valleys and it's pretty great i'd like to do that trip but i don't think it's cheap anymore i think that i think trains are expensive now yeah i remember it's like 245 dollars because i had triple a at the time oh i always forget triple a is great in that way yeah i can always remember numbers but <laughs> not my best <laughs> i'm the same i have a num number brain yeah um all right well i think the i i'd like to keep talking but i think i will end up being okay e editing forever okay. um, but yeah. thanks so much you know yeah, for being no just so so willing to <laughs> let it go where it goes i really appreciate it yeah no uh, problem um, and maybe let's talk again on it you know without recording or yeah. we could we could record it too. We could record every conversation we have if you want. <laughs> Maybe um, like pen pals through podcast. Yeah, only through this. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> cool. Well, Perfect. thanks. Thanks so much, and um, enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah, you too. And and will you send me a way to look at your artwork? Yes, we'll do. Cool. And can I share it with the world? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was my new friend, Nina. Um, please go check out her artwork. Uh, you can see the building series she was talking about, which is really cool. And um, also a little bit of collage and some photography uh, at her website, all at her website, which I'm just going to spell for you. www.ninalichtman dot com and then you can also find her on instagram at um nina noilani which is n-i well it's at n-i-n-a-n-o-e-l-a-n-i okay so go look at her stuff and just say hi and say hi to me in various ways 
that you already know from all the other times that I said it, and it's getting boring to say it again and again. Uh, blah, blah, blah dot com. Okay, um, I love you all. I will see you next week with your ears and mine and my loud mouth. And uh, be good. Bye.